from title talk i'm here with alonzo it's been a few months but alonzo what just happened uh the past few months like what just happened like today today um the patriots signed cam newton cam newton is a patriot <laughs> what the hell man cam <laughs> newton is a patriot i love, I love 2020 <laughs> the best yeah last year you tell me that at first, Jarrett Stidham would be the savior, and then Jay- Cam Newton is now on the Patriots. <laughs> that Gronk would be a buck, Brady would be a buck, and Cam would be a Patriot. And AB would be, I don't know, nowhere, nowhere in an institution. <laughs> Who knows? You told us that in September after they signed <laughs> AB. Holy shit, we've come a long way. <laughs> This at least makes things exciting. Offseason just got a little bit exciting. It's been, yeah. it's been pretty boring. Uh, just hyping up Jared Stidham all offseason and sometimes Isaiah Wynn. But now Cam Newton comes into the fold. And he, uh, he I'm not going to lie, Alonzo, he's threatening our Savior's throne. I mean, he might be threatening your Savior's tone. I don't, throne, I don't know. No, it's I, was never, I was never all in on Stidham. Like, you are. Eh. It's okay. No, no, no. I want Cam to start. Like like you said, this offseason has just been boring. It's been depressing in every way. Um, just what's going on in the world, especially. And the fact that, like, the Patriots have done nothing. Um, Alonzo, I'm laughing because at the beginning of this whole thing, when we talked, I was like, if they start tweeting – that players have the coronavirus, like they're breaking news. I'm done. I'm getting off Twitter. Seriously. And, and that's all Twitter has been for like the past week. It's so, brutal. It's absolutely brutal, man. And they, like, <laughs> it's almost like the sports journalists for some reason just don't understand that athletes aren't immune and they don't understand that leagues that have every intention of playing have every intention of living with the fact that their players are going to get the virus because even if they weren't playing, their players would get the virus anyways. And they just have to have plans to control it once players inevitably get it. Um, But I don't know, to some sports journalists, that seems like a, like an impossible idea to um, comprehend, come to terms with in their mind. It's to me, I find it absurd, but, it's that's all the offseason has been. All the offseason has been Tom Brady's a buck, Gronk's a buck, the Pats franchise Joe Tooney and drafted a couple linebackers and a 25 year old Division II safety, uh, drafted a, a couple tight ends that might be fun, added no receivers of note except freaking Demir Bird and um, an undrafted free agent who they guaranteed 7,500 bucks to who some parts of Pat's Twitter think is going to be, I don't know, the next Tyreek Hill. I think it's more than a little bit absurd. And um, 
this this offseason has been just depressing, and now it got fun. And training I've, camp, hopefully, hey, it's going to be fun. That's all I can ask for. I've got something for you. Please. Cam Newton, Edelman. Edelman and Newton, touchdown Patriots. The Patriots have won Super Bowl 55. In Tom's house. Oh. Tom is weeping on the sideline right now, Mark. This is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, who knows? I know that like, the Pats aren't going to win the Super Bowl, but still, it's fun. Alonzo, to think. You, you reminded me. Remember when the Patriots were just racist because they wouldn't sign James Bond? <laughs> Yeah, I remember Mina Kimes Kimes kind of got on you a little bit. That was pretty funny. She was owning. But now, I mean, (laughs) my biggest fear with Cam Newton is after the Sunday win, on Monday morning, we're going to have to translate his Instagram posts. And usually that's a fun thing for us, you know, cute little picture (laughs) of Tom and his dog or, you know, sitting with his girlfriend right now. But now it's going to be like Cam Newton uh, in his jersey, and like just writing a whole bunch of words that if you've seen them on social media, you know what I'm talking about. We're gonna have to start translating <laughs> this, and uh, we're we're gonna be like picking picking those like little X's and cross numbers apart. Like, ooh, is he subtweeting Edelman? I think title talk. I think title talk needs like an official hieroglyphics <laughs> hieroglyphics like expert, and we gotta have him on the pod weekly. Just, you know, a five-minute segment, top of every podcast. Like, I am going to miss Tom's post-game um, little selfie videos where, like, all the Botox he's had just kind of shows up and, like, tries to punch you in the face. But I think Cam's language is going to be, um, I don't know, at least it'll be fun, right? <laughs> I know. I just shared one of his posts today, and I was like, man, I do not look forward to this. But you know what I'm looking forward to, Alonzo? Yeah. Cam Newton versus Jared Stidham, summer 2020. But um, very but, dramatic um, music. Who do you got? Who do you got, Alonzo? Who we got? Who's coming out of this? Look, I'm 50-50. Oh, my I, God. Pick a side. I'm seriously, I'm 50-50. If I had to pick a side, I guess the – the tie goes to the incumbent, so I'll go Stidham. Um, at least it's not Stidham Hoyer 2020 or Stidham Jamar Smith. I remember Twitter tried to make Jamar Smith happen for like two weeks and not just like, no. Oh, right? you know what? That's, that's a good point. They've got Jamar Smith. Mohamed Sanu is working out with Cam Newton in the offseason. You know, you're making some good points, Alonzo. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that that part had to do with it, but sure. Let's go with that. I'm just saying, like, this is going to be a fun quarterback competition, whereas we were looking at just, like, Stidham Hoyer, and if Stidham sucked, you were staring a season of Brian Hoyer in the face. Like, Brian Hoyer throwing the a 34-year-old Edelman and a Harry who can't separate from my grandmother and Sanu who – Apparently, his surgery was thought to take him out until October when he first had it. So who the hell knows what he's going to be? And now we have fun. 
And like I said, the Patriots, like I just outlined how they're kind of devoid of talent at the skill positions. I guess, you know, Sony's a bad running back. White's great in his role, but it, it's, you know, his role. Edelman was great last year, but he's 34 and really has only had experience playing with Brady outside of like the first four games of 2016. Edelman, I think, is going to be good still. Regardless, they have no proven receivers outside of that. No proven tight ends. And, hey, if you're going to build an offense around that level of skill player, I guess I'd rather have a quarterback who can create on his own from time to time and who can just kind of take off and run and who can they, they can build in some design runs for and just get more creative with it. I think with Brady, they the infrastructure was just so set in place, set in stone. It was his offense at that point. Like he really was – it wasn't a system quarterback thing, which is what drove me crazy. Like he was the system. It was his system. And they weren't going to change it because of the changing personnel. No, it was Tom's offense. And now it's going to be geared to really whatever quarterback they choose to go with and honestly geared towards the strength of their skill players, which, as I just outlined, isn't much. So the more you have a quarterback, like the more your quarterback's able to do in terms of running, the better, really, for this kind of offense. Does this secretly speak to Jarrett Stidham's athleticism? What do you mean? Like the Patriots just signed Cam Newton, and either way, you know, Cam would be backing up Stidham or Stidham backing up Cam. And the Patriots kind of like to have the same kind of quarterback in their offense. Stidham's kind of sneaky athletic, maybe going to do some run plays if he does start. Yeah, Stidham is definitely more athletic than than Brady. Like, not to compare him to a white quarterback, he's – but yeah, to compare him to a white quarterback, he's probably not as athletic as like an Alex Smith, but he meets that baseline level of athleticism that most quarterbacks are coming into the NFL with currently. Like he can scramble out and make a play, and you know, they can design a run for him here and there. I think with Cam, though, it's a different level of dual threat. Like Cam is a true dual threat quarterback, and Stidham is a dual threat quarterback, I'd say, in the way that like a Sam Darnold is where you wouldn't build your offense around that, but it's nice that he has the ability to, you know, occasionally scramble for 12 yards in a first down or to run like a little read option in the red zone or whatever. I think that is, you know, just and part of the option he gives you. Now, I, I don't necessarily think if Stidham wins the job that Cam would outright be his backup. I don't, I don't think it's a lot that Cam even makes the team. All right. So you're going with Cam Newton never Stidham. Look, I just said I don't think I'm not even sure that no. Cam makes the team, but no. he Yeah, look. I'd rather st- I'd rather Cam start than st- it's even that's even hard to say because their ceiling's probably higher with Cam. But if Stidham wins the job and Cam is like not completely washed, then that means they might have something in Stidham. So I, I don't even know what I want. I just want the most fun outcome for this year's team. Okay.
What do you want? A percent chance win probability as of right now. He's ahead in the polls. He's leading Cam? a good Nope, Stenham. Okay. Stenham, going to start. I agree with all you said about Cam. It'd be, it'd be, I mean, probably more fun. We'd have a lot of fun every week, no matter what. Uh, Cam Newton throwing 40 times or 50 times a game or, like, running 20 times a game, either way, would be actually be pretty cool to watch, kind of like Trent Brown. Yeah. But I'm going to Stenham because year in the system with the Patriots, been working hard. I think he got a lot of a lot more practice time than a lot of people think because of Brady's elbow. I think Stidham got mm-hmm. to play a whole lot more than people think. And the whole time, Lombardi and all the people that we know have been telling us that they want to bring in competition for Stidham, competition for Stidham, competition for Stidham. And Cam's contract's like $7.5 million at the most with incentives. They said, which- they said his contract was a minimum. Like Rap Sheet said his contract is a a bare minimum deal with incentives. And then yeah. elsewhere it was reported that the incentives were gonna be up to seven point five. I don't know how it's gonna work, but regardless, I think his contract is something that if he doesn't earn a spot on the team, they could cut him and it's no big deal. Yeah. So I give the upper hand to Jared Stidham. Give it to Stidham. I'm giving him the nod. I have my faith in him. But this makes it this makes it fun. And right. if, Stidham, if Stidham wins, that's awesome. And if Cam wins, that means Cam's kind of still good. So, I mean, I don't really care yeah. either way. It's, it's going to be it fun means, either way. Right. It means either Cam is still good or Stidham's bad. And thankfully, they signed Cam. Like, really, adding him, I tweeted it in May, and I told you Friday that I thought they'd sign him. I think adding him is really a no-brainer for them at this point. And you make a great point about Stidham's experience in the system and his experience maybe with some of the skilled players that are already on the team. Gunner. Gunner. uh, Everyone else. (laughs) And he had – look, he did have workouts earlier this offseason, according to our boy, Mike Reese, with Edelman, with Gunner, with Demir Bird. So that, I think, plays in his favor – um, on the other hand, what I just said about – or what we just talked about with the Patriots tailoring their offense to whoever this next quarterback's going to be, I don't know how – it'll be valuable, his experience in the system from last year. And really anything that he has is – like that gives him an edge certainly over Cam. But I don't – like I don't think the experience factor is that big a deal – when the offense is probably going to change dramatically regardless. Mm, I love Jared Stenham so much. I hope he wins. I'm rooting for you, Stenham. If Belichick calls me, I've got your back. I'll you mean there. when when Belichick calls you? When, he, when he DMs you? I'll be like, look, Bill, I need this Stenham to Jeff Thomas connection. No, not Jeff Thomas, bro. Jeff Thomas. Let's not get- Jeff Thomas. The Pats fans hear me. They know. Jeff Thomas, that's our man. He's going to have one catch for 14 yards in the preseason, and you will weep, and we will go crazy about it. He's going to beat Jason McCourty deep once in training camp, and, you know, the beat writers are going to put him in the 
freaking Patriots Hall of Fame. Like, it happens every single year. I mean, I've already done that. I don't care. I love yeah. Jeff Thomas. I'm, I'm a little more lukewarm. Uh, yeah. Well, Alonzo, I've got a I title talk. We've got a we've got a big decision to make, really. Okay. So, Hit me. so should I give away a Stidham jersey this week or a Cam Newton jersey? Can I answer? You should give away a Devin McCourty jersey, a Stephon Gilmore jersey, an Isaiah Wynn jersey, like something on brand that isn't a quarterback who has probably a 50-50 shot at getting a starting job. I guess, look, if you get a Cam jersey for someone, a Cam Pats jersey, and Stidham wins the job, the Cam Pats jersey is just going to be like a pretty cool collector's item. Like, oh, yeah, that time Cam Newton was on the Patriots. Remember that? And if Cam wins the job, well, that's great. If you get a a Stidham jersey and Cam beats him out, then it's kind of a depressing jersey because it's like, oh, yeah, it's this – we got this backup quarterback jersey. Like, cool. He was a he was a meme on Twitter for like three months. He was our savior on Twitter for three months, and then the Pats signed Cam Newton, and he never played. So, <laughs> if I were you, look, choosing between those two guys, I'd pick a Cam jersey. I'd certainly take a Cam jersey because, again, there's just like with the Cam signing, there's no downside in having a Cam Pats jersey. Just like with my Josh Gordon jersey that I still have and still wear from time to time and look at just lustfully. Oh, my gosh. I miss him. Yeah. Well, it, it was – I got it the week, like a couple of days before he got suspended in 2018. And I wore it for a few of the first six games of this season that he actually played with us. And I don't regret it because – Hey, it's a fun jersey. It's a Josh Gordon Patriots jersey. Like, you know, not that you really wear jerseys out much, but as far as when you do, it's like, oh yeah, that's a that's a cool one. That's an obscure one. I think the more obscure your jerseys get, um, the better they are. And I don't think like obscure like in a fun player way. Not in a yeah, this guy was our, our third stringer a couple of years back. No. But if it's Cam that was your third stringer a couple of years back, then that's fun. It's like having an AB Raiders jersey. It's just a fun story to tell. <laughs> or an AB Pats jersey for that matter. Oh, man. All right. I'm thinking about doing JC Jackson or Isaiah Wynn. Do Cam. Nope. Not doing it. You talked me out of it. You're lost. Mm, okay. Do. Do Gilmore. Why not Gilmore? Uh, that's another week. We'll do it. Oh, okay. Okay. What's the plan again? It's it's going to be J.C. Jackson or Wynn, then Gilmore, then Brady? Yep. Tampa okay. Bay, Brady. Yep. Tampa Bay, Brady. We haven't talked about that. Want to talk about that for a few minutes? How about first? Um, yeah. When ESPN releases a story about the Patriots' punishment, and minutes before they signed Cam Newton, <laughs> it's incre- It was an incredible move by Belichick. Yeah, well, uh, there's no, uh, there's absolutely no coincidence there. Uh, guys, it kind of looks like they're gonna try to dump this story on us on a Sunday night, so we look pretty bad. 
can we sign Cam Newton right now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so they got docked a third round pick and find one point one million dollars. A million dollars. More more than the deflate gate fine, which is friggin' I don't even know what to say with their punishments. They get in Deflategate, they lose a first and a fourth round pick, and they get fined a million dollars. And here they get fined $1.1 million, and they lose a third round pick, and there's no punishment to anyone involved in football operations, which I think is key. Because I think this was just like, you know, the NFL punishing them because of their history and because they technically broke a rule and it was oversight. But like, yeah. No punishment for Belichick. And Lord knows if they would have found anything on him, they would have punished him. So I don't really think this tarnishes anything, but it does. It's annoying. Like it was a couple of idiots on their documentary crew and it's going to give people who try to discredit what they've done. Not that they matter. Those people are idiots, but it's going to give those people a little more ammunition, which I don't like. How was that? That, was that the Bengals game? What game was this? The Browns game? For the Bengals. For the Bengals. For the Bengals game. For the Bengals. Yeah. I was at that game. But it was at the Browns game the week before. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. It was it was the Pats, I think, videotaping the Bengals <laughs> game before like the, the game the Bengals played the week before they played the Pats. Which they were gonna use that footage later in their documentary. And their documentary was like on advanced like the advanced scouts, right? So uh, some Bengal staffers caught them oh, looking at the sideline, I guess. And I don't know, it, it's such a stupid story. Like and especially these people breaking bad, a rule they probably didn't even know existed. Especially considering how bad the Bengals look in hindsight. When people look back on this in history, oh yeah, that was the <laughs> the Bengals team that got the, the Joe Burrow. They're, they're they got, they got the first overall pick, yeah. Yeah, were the Bengals some sort of powerhouse, like AFC contenders maybe? The Patriots were trying to get some... Nope, they actually just really sucked, and they are in the worst team in the league. That could be your defense if you're Belichick. That's yeah, like, you really think I, need, I wanted to spy on the Bengals? <laughs> Really? He's getting an early one on Jeb Burrow. What? Oh. He's getting he's getting it in early on Jeb Burrow. Mm, sure. Let's go with that. All right. Yeah, he was he was advanced scouting Tyler Boyd so Stephon Gilmore could take his lunch money and like I don't know what else do bullies do? They take lunch money. They give people wedgies they they stuff them they stuff kids in lockers i don't know all the cliches about what a bully does that's what gilmore did to boyd on that day gilmore just patriot stealers what that's what i think when i think of bullying what the patriots have done to the stealers oh yeah gronk just gronk what gronk has done to the bills to the stealers to Almost everyone in his career. I miss Gronk, bro. I, I saw his, his bio yesterday, not to get off track, but a little bit to get off track. I saw his bio yesterday on social media. It says Tampa Bay Buccaneers tight end. W. Look, I'm going to be 
I'm a Pats fan. I'm going to be rooting for the Bucks in every game they play this year, provided it's not against the Patriots. Um, it's the only other team I have, like, a rooting interest for outside of the Patriots and outside of, like, betting. Uh, and it still hurts. It still sucks. Like, I love Brady. I love Gronk. I always will. But it – ugh, it's still – it's just dirty. You see him in those those jerseys. They I kind of wish they kept the old alarm clock jerseys that sucked because there you could actually – like feel dirty looking at it, but these jerseys are so cool. Like you just can't hate on them at all. Yeah. Underrated story. Tom Brady should be getting dragged this off season. He's been cheating all off season. What? Yep. He's been cheating all off season. Try to break into a house. Doesn't care if he mm. contracts coronavirus. Cheating. Mm. Yeah. Gathering players. Mm. Goodness. I think I don't think it's I don't think Brady doesn't care. I don't think that Brady doesn't care about contracting the coronavirus. I think that based on Brady's stories on Instagram, he probably thinks he's immune. (laughs) He's taking those little TB12 gummies and he probably thinks he can't get the virus. In all seriousness, though, like Florida, I know that there's been a big sort of spread in Florida. I blame Tom Brady. All the NFL players are freaking working out with each other right now. You can see it on any of their Instagram stories. A lot of them are working out together. A lot of them are working out in gyms. If states are open, yeah, they should, like, it's only a recommendation from the NFLPA guy that they not work out. And really, if Tom is just going from his home to the workouts and back, I don't see I don't see why people make a and big also, deal out of it. And also breaking into houses. Yeah, breaking into his offensive coordinator's house with his offensive coordinator's consent. Oh, the park. He broke into a park once that was closed. That one yep. was not a good look, but still Senile old man. Senile old man. Yeah, that wasn't a great look by Tommy. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't care. Tom yeah. Brady Tom Brady is Instagram story that everyone was getting all upset about. He could have been talking about anything, though. I mean, he literally has, like, anything, bro. He's, he's like forty-three years old, playing for another team in a different state <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic, practicing football. Like people are just like Tom Brady doesn't care about the coronavirus because <laughs> of one man. To be exactly, famous. that sucks. Yeah, people and suck. He, I don't know if you knew that. People and suck, he, and they, they make a big deal out of shit that doesn't matter. And he's like. He posts like wash your hands stuff on his Insta story all the time. He's taking it serious. I, yeah, and like I said, he also posts his his um pseudoscience immune boosting gummy bears that are on sale on TB12.com for like 120 they, bucks. Yeah, they're twenty five dollars a gummy. Seriously, yeah, I was, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's something like that. I, yeah, Tom. Tom can do whatever Tom wants to do. I'm really – I watched Mike Evans and Chris Godwin highlights today because I had, I had nothing to do. Really, I had a lot of schoolwork to do that I haven't started on. But I decided, you know, had lunch, watched some Evans, some Godwin, and holy shit, man. <laughs> that could be a lot of fun. That's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to watch that. They're um, the two best receivers he's played with since Moss. And it's not even particularly close. Uh, it's going to be fun. I really wish – I don't think they're going to let us into the stadiums, but 
Yeah, no. I really wish. This was the season I was supposed to meet Brady. Supposed to get to Tampa, and my buddy got season tickets, and uh, sucks. Not good. Yeah, just hope for a miracle here with some. I don't even know a vaccine, a cure, a treatment, a medicine, something. Who the hell knows? The Pats are gonna play the the. I mean the Pats. Sorry, the Bucks are gonna play the Bears in Chicago. It's a Thursday night, like early October. Oh my and god! And I'm just I'm holding out. Like the slightest bit of hope, but I know deep down that there's no way that that that, that game is gonna have any fans there. I'll be interested to see what the scene is around America, around those football towns. Like, inst- like, are people just gonna start going to bars, or are they gonna just stay home and watch the game? Yeah, it's I don't think that bars are gonna be open that much. Honestly, I think it's gonna be low capacity. Like, I don't know, right? But man. I think it's still going to be lower capacity stuff. And um, if bars, look, if bars and restaurants are open, people are going to go. I was in Chicago to pick up my stuff from school and sort of pack up the room. I was there two weeks ago and I went with my mom and my mom and I went to dinner. Like restaurants were open uh, all for outdoor seating. We went to dinner and the places were full. Like everyone was wearing a mask. Absolutely. Just everyone we saw on the street outside of like maybe runners. Everyone was wearing a mask. All the waiters were wearing masks. Just everything. But when when things start opening up, when like the government deems it safe for things to open up, people are going to go places, of course. And I think that there are going to be um, – as many people in bars to fill those state to fill, you know, to watch those games as are allowed to be in those bars. And if not, there are going to be um, the people who can't go to that kind of stuff. Well, they'll host people at their house or they'll go to other people's houses or they'll just watch alone in their house. But I think TV ratings are going to be huge. First, look, all of this, we should probably say if there's a season, because I'm not even convinced that that's, Nope, gonna be a season. Feasible, right? I think so too, but I just got a text from a friend. Nap, if you're listening to this, you're a degenerate. But <laughs> I, um, I look. I think there's gonna be a season two. I don't think the NFL cares about player health or safety, and there's way too much money at stake. So, push comes to shove, you're probably right, and there's a season. But we should still say. If, because it's far from a guarantee, I think. Yeah, for sure. So, Alonzo, we talked about the football stuff, all the updated Cam Newton stuff, Jared Stidham. Jeff Thomas. Jeff Thomas, the man, the goat, the legend, Isaiah Wynn, also the goat. Um, how's life, Alonzo? It's been, it's been quite a while. Uh, well, last time we talked was before any of this really happened i think we talked the first week of march and it was the second week of march that everything went to shit everywhere in the world and um i'll say that i'm doing a lot better than i expected i'd be doing if you told me that by june 20 what are we june 28th i'd still be kind of locked at home and um, not able to see anyone, not able to go 
visit my girlfriend or visit any of my friends or even do things with friends here in, in Mexico, I'm hanging in. I think I've kind of gotten used to the flow of everything. I also had the virus and luckily it didn't hit me hard at all. Um, and my parents had it too. They, they were fine. Uh, they were also barely symptomatic. Um, my mom and I lost our sense of smell. My sense of smell is still kind of coming back. I can smell better, but I can't, um, I can't say that my sense of smell is back to where it was before the virus. And my dad got his completely back. Uh, he, he tested negative, but he still has some like, you know, you know, congestion, I guess, like mucus, boogers, whatever, however you say it. Hey, Alonzo, well, yeah. if you're worried about your sense of smell, you should just watch 30 minutes of Sonny Michelle highlights. Tell me mm. how it smells. I just had like a gag reflex, but I don't, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I can do that. But yeah, it's I, we're all fine here, thankfully, and uh, hoping to get back to school in in September. See all my friends and and yeah. What about you? Oh, you know, not too much is going on with me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, Alonzo uh, actually got suspended on Twitter for a new yeah. so I'm on mm-hmm. I'm on the new account right now. I'm sure probably most everyone that listens to this follows me on there anyway. So, but I didn't do anything, so I'm appealing and waiting for the process. But the last, you know, ever since really after the Titans game, I've been I've really stepped away from football and had to work and work on my campaign and go to school and fi- I graduated college. Congrats. And that in in this time of graduated college, um I've gotten a, my first real job and yeah. And Tom Brady's That's not awesome. on the Patriots. So That's not awesome. <laughs> you know, I walk by I walk by the Titans Patriots tickets that I had every day and it was just amazing how I knew the whole time that that was his last game, and was, yeah, and everyone in the stadium like kind of realized on that day it was his last game. So I'm actually so glad it happened that way because he did get a good send off, even though he lost. But I agree, it's one of my biggest. I could have gone to that game. You should have went. I was there. So yeah. many, it was so loud. It was the loudest. It was the loudest game I've ever heard a Gillette easily. Yeah. Once again, Nap, if you're listening to this genuinely fuck you because uh i like my dad told me honestly full disclosure this is what happened my dad told me i got like i can get you two tickets it's you know you think it's gonna be tom's last game okay go and i reached out to you know like my best friend in college and i told him hey let's go to this game and he was all bitchy because oh you, oh, you knew I was going. Logan. Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna get to Logan. Uh, I didn't know you were going. I did yeah. not know you were going. Yeah, you did. I went. Well, look. If you remember, if you remember that day, that that day of the Dolphins game, we did a podcast, and I was just hammered for that podcast. Honestly, so if you might have told me then, and I didn't know after. I did see pictures of you at the game there. And we have never met in person, so that would have been cool. But 
We'll do it next time Tom Brady's on the Patriots and playing his last game. And there were fans allowed in football stadiums. <laughs> I just want to actually uh, tell a cool story about Alonzo and I. So we've been doing this podcast for, what, three years now? It's crazy, yes. I was in fucking high school, so. Yeah, going Since on. 2017, October 2017. You know the first podcast we did? It's funny. First podcast we ever did was after Pat's Panthers, 2017. Cam shredded us. Yep, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But, so I've been doing this podcast with Alonzo for three years, whatever it is. Feels like, it feels like so long. And we did, but we did so much and we talked so much that actually uh, late, lately in the spring and early late winter, I had to do a lot of, uh, I did a lot of radio like radio ads, I read ads, and I was on a big, like a big local radio station for a show, like an interview with me for an hour and a half, two hours, and it was easy, and that's because I've talked to Alonzo <laughs> on the air for like basically my entire adult life, pretty much, so I can just get on the radio and just go, go to town. That's pretty that's cool. Awesome. I'm pretty thankful for the podcast, and and I, I told everyone in the last podcast how just awesome it is for Alonzo and I, especially really starting in the 2018 season, that summer going into the 2018 season. I don't know. It just like we were, the podcast started rolling and we were having such a good time. We were obsessed with it. And we'd have our little roster. We have our little like rosters on like pieces yes. of paper and read them and like have late <laughs> nights, late Friday nights doing those podcasts. And then yeah. kept doing them and kept doing them and have so many good memories. And it's just awesome. Yeah. And everyone, everyone on here that usually listens, like they just keep listening and they like feel like they're, like one of our friends on here like it's so cool like i've met so awesome. many, met so many people and they just like <laughs> they're just like fans of us and the podcast and they'll be like dude i love alonzo or i love bryson <laughs> it's awesome it's really cool yeah so we've we've done a, we've done a lot of stuff we've done a lot of stuff and i'm looking forward we've been i'm looking forward to this year i'm uh whatever it holds it holds and Look, this was, I've been locked in my house for four months. And if this is hopefully knock on wood as bad as it gets, it's, you know, I can manage it for a little while longer as long as it lasts. So I'm just as thankful for you, man. It's been great, you know, building this, this really relationship with you and with, you know, a few others on Twitter. I know I'm not as active on there as you are, you know, and engaging with everyone, but. Um, but the people I have, I'm really thankful for it. And it's a lot of fun to do. I think some of my fondest memories of doing the podcast is I was on a trip with my friends the summer after my senior year of high school. And, you know, we're doing everything. We're going out. We're, you know, we're getting drunk most nights and just having fun. And then at one point, I, I thought like, oh, man, training camp's it's kind of around the corner. Like, that's pretty crazy. I've been out of the, you know, continent for almost a month. I hadn't really thought about this. I, I want to talk about it with Bryson. Like, I, I, who's going to make the roster? You know, we had our little obsession with Kenny Britt. 
Jordan Matthews. It was that whole off season. And I remember being like in a hotel in, I think it was, yeah, in Amsterdam, which was my last stop. And just on one of my last nights there, you know, you're kind of sick of your friends at that point. You spent a month with them. And I call you and I text you. I said, hey, let's do this pod. 53-man roster preview and uh, training camp preview. Let's just – let's bang it out. And it was the two of the last nights on that trip I just spent talking to you. And it's awesome. It's just every – like, I love doing this. We've We've done emergency podcasts for everything ranging from – God, from Josh Gordon trades to Josh Gordon reinstatements to Cam Newton signings to, um, I don't know, the last loss, of the, the, the Miami loss. I'm forgetting one. No doubt I'm forgetting one. We've done Golden trade. Tate. Golden Tate. Golden <laughs> Tate non-trades. Oh, that was amazing. That might have been our best one. Uh, we've done... We have done just – we've been – the last three seasons, I guess, of Patriots football, we've just kind of experienced and documented on this podcast. And it's – I, you know, wouldn't change a thing. LFG. So Cam Newton's on the Patriots. He will sadly lose to Jared Stidham because Jared Stidham is very handsome and very good at football, and the Patriots love him. And Jared he- Stidham's also got a hog, bro. <laughs> so, so Jared Stidham, he's gonna he's gonna beat Cam Newton, and everyone's gonna weep. Jared Stidham will be the quarterback. But in the case that Cam Newton does win, I will be also be happy for that, no matter what. I mean, it's kind of crazy. People don't think of that, but I'm a Patriots fan, so like, no matter what happens, I'm gonna be enjoying the team. Like, I don't care. Like, the team got rid of my favorite player ever, Trent Brown, not Tom Brady, Trent Brown. <laughs> And I was still there the next season, cheering on his replacement. Your second favorite player ever. My second just, favorite. Just to, yeah. Isaiah Wynn. And now Kajus is coming in, and hopefully he gets in a fist fight with Marcus Cannon at some point and <laughs> puts him on IR. So I'm happy for that. But yeah. we'll do more of these. There'll be more football stuff soon. Hopefully. You know, yeah. Training camp, starts, training camp starts a month from today. Exactly. In theory, in people, exactly one month, July 28th. And people, I mean, just like me, I listen to podcasts, and I've been listening to a lot less because I'm not working, so I don't get to listen to it on my commute from anywhere because I'm not going anywhere. So I'll listen to it in my car, and then the gyms weren't open, but now all this stuff is starting to open back up. So hopefully everyone starts to listen again, and you follow me on my new account, and you also follow Alonzo. And as always – retweet and like this and i will be giving out a jersey of some sort friday so you have to look to that stay too. tuned stay tuned and also weep for me alonzo yeah. it's good to see i want to say i want to say one last thing go ahead i didn't really plant my flag earlier in this pod as to who i think is going to win the job and who i want to win the job i want cam newton to win the job fuck it i want cam to win the job all right and i think there's a slight chance he's going to win it. If I had to pick right now, fuck it. I, I go Cam. I go Cam. Let's do it. It's me me against Bryson. I'm yeah. picking Cam. He's picking Stidham. I'm rooting for Cam. He's rooting for Stidham. 
Regardless, I'm, we're going to be happy. Whoa. I'm rooting Plus. for Stidham, but also am rooting for Cam, too. Like, I hope Cam is also good. Okay. That just okay. Stidham's better. Fine. Fine. And sure. then they can do the dual quarterback, quarterback thing. Yeah, we didn't talk about that, and it's not to get into it now, but I th- there are packages they could run with both of them on the field. There are pack- Like, if Stidham is just better and they wait, like wait, the base offense better with Stidham. They've got, they've got four. Sanu. And Edelman. Yeah. They could throw out a bunch of, you know, really wacky, crazy shit. And, (laughs) hey, if – look, I'm serious. I don't know what to expect. It's the first Pats offense that we've seen built around not Tom Brady. Belichick himself said it. They've been building the offense around Tom Brady for 20 years, around his strengths, around his, you know, preference for skill players, around – Everything is revolved around Brady. And I have no idea what they have planned right now. You know, one thing I talked about on Twitter that I didn't get into as much here, if Stidham is just better and they like that offense, like that construction better with Stidham than they do with Cam, well, Cam is still a pretty imposing threat in the red zone. The dude's, what is he, 6'5", 240, something like that? Yeah. He's – he – is a great red zone runner has been his whole career. And I could see him just having a, like a cam package of plays for those situations, like kind of how they expected Tebow, a Tebow package back when they signed him only that cam was actually a good football player and Tebow was not. So yeah, regardless, go cam, go Stidham, go Pats. It's going to be fun. (laughs) If, If Hoyer had won the job, look, if they hadn't signed cam, and Hoyer had won the starting job, it would have been the most depressing season of football, I think, in all of Boston history and all of Patriots history. So now, regardless, it's a good outcome, unless Hoyer somehow wins the job, which I hope to God is not going to happen. Alonzo, I got something for you, and this is how I'm going to end the podcast. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Dear AFC. Oh, yeah. I've got some bad news for you. You're going to get your butt kicked this year by the New England Patriots. They're going to win 14 games. They're going to be up by 30 points in a lot of them. There's going to be a lot of high-fiving, a lot of touchdowns. They're they're going to be hard-pressed to get the camera away from Cam Newton in the end zone whenever he's spiking all the rushing touchdowns he gets in with the Cam Newton package. And Stenham's just going to be throwing 6-yard bombs everywhere, so look out for that too. So, you will weep, and uh, see you later. One last thing. There's a, cam, there's a cam statement on Instagram, and I would try to read it, but... <laughs> Don't. No. See you later, buddy. Yep. Yeah.